Hey, 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 everybody. Before we get into today's episode, I want to personally invite you to my five day beyond the breakup workshop that's starting February the 26th through March the 1st. And we're also going to have two bonus days. This is actually my first workshop of the year. And I purposely decided to do it in February because you know what? That new year energy, I wanted to get it out the way a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Right. I wanted to get it out the way because I really want those who are serious about moving beyond their divorce and moving beyond their breakup. And so I encourage you all to sign up for this workshop. It's free and all I ask for is your time. And trust me, your time will not be wasted because my goal is to give you some valuable, tangible things that's going to help you in your next chapter, all right? And so if you are interested, please head over to tanyacarter.com forward slash beyond the breakup, okay? That's tanyacarter.com forward slash beyond the breakup. And I will also put the link down in the show notes. Let's get into today's episode. Talk to you soon. Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast, where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. On last week's episode, I gave five helpful tips to those who may find themselves having some difficulty around navigating Valentine's Day. Now, as I mentioned on last week's episode, for some people, this day has absolutely no attachment to them at all, and I respect that, but for others, it does. And that episode was designed for those individuals who need some guidance. And if you haven't checked it out and you need to, then please do so. Okay, so that's episode number 158, Navigating Valentine's Day After a Divorce or a Breakup, Five Helpful Tips. And I would drop the episode in the show notes as well. Now, on today's episode that's airing on Valentine's Day, I wanted to have a heartfelt conversation around being single and why this is the most important season of your life. You know, I think when being single is often discussed by many people, it's hardly discussed where it's emphasized to truly embrace this part of yourself. Okay. I find that it's often talked about from a place of judgment or people feeling sorry for you or believing that you're incomplete, or thinking that you're inadequate, to even believing that your life is insignificant. And when I think about that, it makes me wonder how many people are placing their life on hold because they're single? How many people feel incomplete, inadequate, or even insignificant because they're single? How many people believe that their value only lies in the title of their relationship status? How many enter into a marriage or a relationship to only avoid being single? Not because they truly want the relationship, they just rather avoid being single because that outweighs being alone. And in all honesty, this concerns me a lot, right? And I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. And to be clear, it's not that people desiring a relationship or getting married again or even getting married for the first time is a concern. That's not necessarily the concern I'm talking about. The concern for me is the underlying motivation behind a person's relational moves. Because if being single is this bothersome for many people, they will always choose prematurely because they're leading from insecurity. They're approaching it with a level of fear. 
They'll entertain anyone for the sake of having someone to avoid being alone. How many times have you heard people say, well, you know what? It's better than being alone. And also it holds so much weight where you become stagnant on what you can do and who you can become because you think being single robs you of that. And what I wanted to do today is that I wanted to help reframe this narrative and encourage another perspective, right? I want to encourage people to see it differently because sometimes we just don't necessarily challenge some things. We don't challenge what we're currently believing. We don't challenge what we're currently thinking or even what we're currently doing. And when it comes to being single, many of us are unconsciously being controlled by other people's narratives and opinions about this. So when I say that we're unconsciously being controlled, we may just be so influenced on what everybody else got to say on what everybody else thinks. And I'm going to tell you what that does. It causes you to not be aware of your own authentic feelings, thoughts, and desires. You know, many of us have made maybe some very unhealthy relational decisions. And that could have been based on some unhealthy religious doctrine, what our parents want, what society expects, some of these personal development books that we read, to even what a relationship expert said. And when those are the influences all the time, and when you never challenge some of these things, you can make some not so wise relational decisions. And the reason why this is so important, and I want you all to hear me, the reason why this is so important, because the people we choose to have access to us will impact the quality of your life. Okay. And I need for you all to get this. I've seen too many people live in misery, regret, or even resentment, all because of a person that they knew not to give access to. They spend years, for some decades, and for others, they never get out of it. And I also want to add this. You can be the most educated. You can have a whole entire PhD. You can have a level of financial success. You can be a serial entrepreneur. You can be what most people would define from an aesthetic place as having beauty and a body. And still have these relational challenges because no one is exempt. And this is probably one of my most passionate subjects. I'm going to be honest with y'all because of the work that I do. In my 12-week program, one of the things that we discuss on one of the assignments that we have is your singleness. Because this was a huge eye-opener for me on my journey. Because I realized that I never embraced being single. I never embrace being alone. And as I tell people, being alone and being lonely are not the same. I never embrace who and whose I was apart from someone or something. Right? I never embrace the fullness of understanding what being in the season of being single can birth. And when it comes to your single season, You know, some like to refer it as your single season. However, I like to define this as your individuality because it's so much more than being in a relationship with someone, but more so about building a great relationship with yourself. And so what I wanted to do today is that I wanted to give you all four pieces of advice. And this is just my personal advice, y'all. 
to help elevate your perspective about this. Okay. Now, the first piece of advice that I want to give you about being single to help elevate your perspective is to understand that being single is sacred. That's the first piece of advice I want to give you. Being single is sacred. Again, being single can oftentimes get a distorted view and a bad rap where a lot of conversations can be targeted to paint this false image of being single as if something is wrong with you or because you're single, you can't necessarily come around. You know, sometimes people have this distorted view that because you're single, that you may want something that they have. Hint, hint, if you want something that they have, like their relationship, their man or their woman, they don't want you to come around all because of your relationship status. They're not looking at your morals. They're not examining your character. They're only holding you to your relationship status. So that's not a respect thing that they're doing, but it's more of a disrespect of what they're doing. Some people paint this false image of being single as if single people are not disciplined, where there's no structure, no intentionality. They think because single people have a different kind of freedom that they're careless. They're more casual and not purposeful because they're not married. And of course, these are some generalizations about being single. And it causes people who are single to feel extremely judged. However, I encourage you to see it differently. And that starts by recognizing that being single is a precious time in your life that you get to experience. Because everyone doesn't get to experience this because they live behind their relationships. They may have gotten married extremely young where they never had the opportunity to. You even have some people who wish they had the autonomy that single people had. And when I think about that, I realize that, wow, you can be married or in a relationship and still be unhappy, or you can be single and unhappy. And what this means is that it starts with the person. That's the bottom line. It starts with the person. And because of that, why not see this as a unique season in your life to grow, live, and fully embrace all of who you can become now? Not when I get in a relationship, not when I meet somebody, not when I get married, but now. And so that would be my first piece of advice to understand that being single is sacred. The second piece of advice that I want to give you is to stop defending why you're single. That's the second one. The second one is to stop defending why you're single. When a single person gets asked, why are you single? Right. Because you hear it all the time. It can cause a person to feel this extreme need to justify why they're single. And some people might say, well, what's wrong with this? Well, the problem comes is when you feel like you've been seen as the person who can't get anyone. So you may find yourself feeling hurt, attacked to even offended. And you end up overly explaining yourself, hoping to say the right response so that it's understood and respected by the person who asked. And here's the thing. When it comes to being asked this question, you have some people that really aren't trying to offend you. You know, some people, it just may be a getting to know you type of conversation. Right. We, we do have a few people like that. But we also got some folks who like to ask you this question because they like to use their relationship 
to feel better about themselves, meaning that they like to feel better that they're in a relationship by knowing that you aren't in one because they feel defined. They feel that their value is significant because of it. That's the center of their entire being. Right. This is something that they have that's one up from you. However, regardless of where people lead when they ask you the question. Right. Let's just eliminate no matter what people reasoning is for asking you the question. Let's not give it too much energy. Right. Because what matters the most is how you internalize it. Because based on how you internalize them asking you that is going to be based on how you respond. Because here's the thing. You have people who going to think what they want to think. They're going to believe what they want to believe. You're going to have those who will attempt to make you feel less than so they can feel better about themselves. And here's my humble advice. Let them. Because you have nothing to prove. And that's just the bottom line. And so that's the second piece of advice that I want to give you is to stop defending while you're single. Okay. The third piece of advice that I want to give And even though they're all important, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is one of my most important ones. The third piece of advice that I want to give you is that you are already whole. That's the third piece of advice. You are already whole. Years ago, I read this book that truly deepened my perspective on being single. And I also quote it in my book, too. And the book that I read was titled Single, Married, Separated, and Life After Divorce by Dr. Miles Monroe. That is a good book. I refer that. I recommend that book to anyone. Okay, if you don't have that book, go get it. It's on Amazon or better yet, download it on Audible. But this is a very good book. And one of the things that he discussed was the definition of the word single. And when you explore the synonyms of that word, meaning that Other words that are similar to that word, words like individual comes up, separate, distinct, to even unique. And he asked the question, and this was a question that he posed in his book. He said, will there ever be a time and has there ever been a time when you seize, seizing means stop, to be separate, unique, and whole? And when you think about that question, who would want to stop being their separate, unique and whole self? Nobody. And see, we often define being with someone as being completed. You hear, well, I found my other half or this person completes me as if being single represents incompletion. And when you lead in that space, while you're single, believing that you're only complete when you're in a relationship, you undermine the truth that you're already whole. And the reason why this is dangerous to do, because you will always choose out of desperation rather than genuine connection. Your worth will always be in the hands of having a relationship. And your self-perception will always be tied to external validation. And so it's important to understand that who you are, as you are, is already complete. 
Now, this isn't to dismiss the importance of growth and development because growth and development is a necessity to fully live in all of who you are. But when you believe that completion of yourself is relied upon being with someone, you disrespect your existence. Here's the thing. When a person comes into your life, they should be seen as a complement to your existing wholeness and not a prerequisite for your completeness. You don't, you understand what I'm saying? They should be an addition to your life. And when we see ourselves as whole, and this is not to be confused with perfect because none of us are, we're able to approach relationships from a place of strength and self-assurance. And so that's the third piece of advice that I would give you. The third piece of advice is really for you to understand that you are already whole. And so the fourth and final piece of advice that I want to give you is that I want you to trust the timing over your life. That's the fourth one. The fourth one is to trust the timing over your life. For many of you who listen to the podcast, chances are you may already be divorced or you could be in the process of getting a divorce or You may have been in a non-marital relationship and that relationship has dissolved. However, one of the things that I find in ending a marriage or even a relationship is that you often get asked, well, when will you get married again? Or when are you going to date and get yourself back out there? Or if you haven't been in a relationship for a while, there may be some pressure for you to get in one. And here's the thing. Everyone is in different places, right? You could be dating. Some people could be entertaining the idea of wanting to date. For some people, you may have met someone that you actually like. And for some of you, you might just be in a hiatus right now where you're like, you know what? I'm just not really into dating right now. I just need some time. And there's nothing wrong with any of those. But here's what I find. When you discuss being single in this manner, right, in the manner in which I'm talking about on today's episode, the misunderstanding is not to be in a relationship. And that is so extreme. (laughs) It is. It is so extreme. Because here's my point. You don't have to hate being single to desire a relationship. Neither do you have to love being single to not desire one. You know, everything isn't black and white. And this is one of those areas that doesn't necessarily have to be. You can enjoy being single as well as desire a relationship simultaneously. Now, in saying all of this, I encourage you to trust the timing over your life. You know, many of you have a chance to do it differently. Whether that's getting married again, if you desire to, or even establishing another relationship. And although divorces and breakups can be hard, because they can, they can also be a lot of great lessons as well. And I may do a podcast on this, but there were a lot of lessons that I learned in my marriage about myself that has been so essential to my life now. And one of many lessons that I learned was to trust the time and on my life. You know, we live in a world where everyone has an opinion on what you should do except for you. Everyone has a seat at the table over your own life, except you. And everyone knows what's best for you, except you. 
And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with seeking wisdom and getting sound advice. However, a lot of us know what to do or what not to do. But when you silence that, you make moves that aren't in your best interest only to be disappointed in yourself because you did. And here's the thing about trusting the timing over your life. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. However, the timing needs to be. And when it comes to being single, it's important to know that you're exactly where you're meant to be. Like right now, life is happening for you and not to you. Being single isn't punishment. It's really purpose. And know that everything is going to come together and unfold in the manner in which it should. Okay. And so these are my four pieces of advice that I give you. Um, I live by this. I, I believe in, I believe in it wholeheartedly, no matter where you are, if you're dating, if you want to get married again, it doesn't matter. This single season that most people like to define it as is really an individuality. It's something that you should cultivate and embrace and allow yourself to be no matter if you're single or if you're not. All right. So please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is I am Tanya Carter. My Facebook and YouTube is Tanya Carter. I will put the link down in the show notes. And please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop. And also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very helpful for you in your journey of navigating a divorce or a breakup, then please head over to Spotify and or iTunes and leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode on today's podcast, then please make sure that you share the link to them so that it may be a blessing for them. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and an amazing week, and I will see you next time.